0: Autobots, transform! Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today, it is episode 20 of season 3. It is the ultimate weapon. And in the last episode, the Quintessons used Daniel's nightmares to destroy the Autobots in a prime example of a what-the-fuck episode. It was, yeah. it's what It was a what-the-fuck episode. Uh, This... This episode, Paul, we're in Europe somewhere, we're, Holland? Well, it's like a resort beach, and then it just kind of pans over, and it, like, turns into, like, this nice sort of villa, and then turns into slums, and then there's windmills, so, like... What are we in Holland now, <laughs> or maybe it's Aruba? Right? Isn't that a Dutch <laughs> territory? And it's, I, eh. Yeah, it's just—I think it's just general Europe because what I could only describe as French resistance fighters. Yeah, it's the four French stereotypes. Oh, they could—they they are really corny. <laughs> They're just running. and They got the mustaches and the berets and the fucking striped shirts and shit. It's like, I'm surprised. One of them's a woman. and I'm surprised she doesn't have the fucking mustache too. But anyway, they attack some windmill, and the, the the guards inside fight back. And the Autobots are watching this all on a monitor. And they're apparently crime is bad all over the world, and that's why they've agreed to help the police. And but then Rodimus is like telling the the protective bots are there too and and I think it's Hotspot's mentions, yeah, we're helping the police and Rodimus is like, well, you're not helping them by standing here so get to it or whatever. I'll say it now, Rodimus is just a dick for the next while. Oh, yeah. I I don't know that he gets better but I really, really, really do not like him. Anyway, uh, so we, they leave and Magnus is, he actually talks to Rodimus and he's like, come on, dude, lift your spirits up and Rodimus says, oh, I'm overwhelmed, Optimus is better than me, Mm-hmm. And, and and they're just casually walking through this devastated neighborhood that these, I don't know what you would call them, French Terrorism. extremists. Yeah, this civil out. war. Well, here's the thing. We we see uh, the, the Decepticons arrive soon, and the, the war gets crazy. But just before that, we see it's literally everybody. There are soldiers fighting in the open streets. There are little yeah. ladies pulling laser guns <laughs> out of their bags. <laughs> and there's, and there's everybody is shooting at everybody. But yeah, because Blades is just flying on, and either Freddy from school we do with flying him, or he just talks like that. It's Frank Welker doing the boys uh, He sees, there's another skirmish ahead, but then he immediately gets shot, and it turns out it was Galvatron that shot him down, because of course he's here. And also Cyclonus, Brawl, and I had no idea who this guy was. Oh, shit done. Vortex and Predaking. i was like, okay, you yeah. are here. Predaking's big in the next little bit. Like, we'll see him a lot in the next little while. Uh, anyway, first aid grabs Blades, and they head back to Metroplex. He's going to fix up Blades. And uh, at Metroplex, we, we do a little cutaway to that happening, and then we go back, and... Hey, we had kind of a semi-cave-in. Galvatron shoots <laughs> yeah. a tower, and it collapses on Rodimus. <laughs> Here we go. Buries him in rubble. <laughs> Before that, they're, like, shooting at each other from opposite sides of the street. Like, yeah. Th- they're on opposite sides of a residential street. These beings that are, like, 25 feet tall are shooting each other at point-blank range, and they can't hit a fucking thing. <laughs> well, they're like, d- what? Bad-mouthing each other. And yeah. in that, Galvatron starts talking about, uh, I've got an ultimate weapon, and it's going to destroy everyone. Blah. Yeah, and so then, what's the point of this? Anyway, we find it later. But we find out what the point of it really was because uh, it was a distraction. And it allowed Swindle to break into Metroplex to steal the transformation cog. Yeah. <laughs> Scamper and uh, that little tank, guy, I forget his name. Uh, they're like, hey, who are you? How'd you get in? <laughs> But then Swindle shoots a hole in the ceiling of the room he's in. Yeah. And they have to drive around. Like, are are they on another floor or something? Like, uh, it doesn't matter. Who knows? This is an episode. uh, What are the, there's the awesome episodes, the what the fuck episodes, and then there's the episodes where nobody gave a shit. And this is, I think, (laughs) one of those. It just, it's kind of dumb. But uh, eventually, first aid comes and confronts Swindle while he's taking this. He's like, now you put that back. You've been bad. You put that back. (laughs) I don't know if this is still a trope in kids' cartoons, but this happened a lot in the 80s. There was the one character who didn't adhere to a violent way. Ma'am, ma'am, was always peaceful and would never strike back. And it's really dumb because first aid barely defends himself as Swindle starts shooting. Yeah. And yeah, then he pulls just, up a piece of scrap metal or something, and he's kind of hiding behind that. And it's like, and anyway, okay, for, uh, right. Swindle gets away <laughs> with the transformation cog, and we cut right away to Tripticon eating battleships. <laughs> he just jumps up out of the water and body slams this battleship. Yeah, and he just rips it in half. And yeah, Swindle <laughs> shows up, like, and he's like hey, Galvatron, I got a, I got this the transformation cog, but let's go talk for hey, a minute. did you notice Blitzwing is with the Decepticons? Yes. He's just, yeah, just briefly shown, but he's there. And yeah. uh, they go off and talk, and I, I don't know why they even did this. Swindow's like, hey, man, uh, why don't we uh, haggle over this? And Galvatron shoots him and takes the transformation cog. Like, Yeah, he's like, you know what the Autobots to probably give me a good price for this? And Galvatron's like, I'll give you a better one. I'll let you fucking live. Yeah, <laughs> then, really. Like, shoot. Dude, we've established this. You don't fuck with Galvatron at this point. Just give him what he wants. I think that's more of a Megatron thing, like, Galvatron wouldn't have even listened to that. He just would have blasted them apart. And exactly. Anyway, yeah. So, uh Galvatron uh, leads uh Trypticon to Metroplex and then we cut to just, it's this is a throwaway scene, but there's a bunch of humans picking oranges, I think, yellow oranges. <laughs> yeah. And Trypticon marches over the horizon. He's about to step on them. Commercial break. Ah! And then yep. when we come back, the humans run away and the police arrive with laser pistols. Yeah, the, the cops show up and they take, like, two shots and they're like, Alright, never mind. Just <laughs> book yeah. Yeah. Why would you even... I wouldn't have even gotten that close. Exactly. <laughs> what are you gonna do? We got back to... Yeah, really. Shoot him in the toe! So we got back to Metroplex, and First Aid is apologizing for letting Swindle get away. Everybody is way too forgiving of him. They're like, hey, man, we know you don't uh, subscribe to violence. And, and Hotspot's like, come on, you can still be a team player! They're not just accepting of his pacifism. They're almost trying to justify it for him because he's got all the bad feels, and he goes, I don't even know if I should be an Autobot. He's like, oh, yeah, it, everything's not all right, guys. Metroplex is fucked now. It's all my fault, and I don't fit in. I'm not a warrior, and, and he leaves. Yeah, And then Rodimus blames himself. I he's know. Like, it's always about himself. Like, well, I think himself. it's time to hand the reins over to someone else. Like, I think <sighs> that's my real problem Fine. with Rodimus, is that as soon as anything happens, he makes it about his own mopey ass. Yeah, it's, it's Cause all of a sudden, it's his problem, nobody else's problems, it's just him. Yeah, he even considers passing the mantle of ownership on, but that doesn't happen because Teletran 2 has picked up Triptychon <laughs> yeah. and uh Rodimus orders all the Autobots to roll out. Yeah, he actually says it's so like, hey, he yeah. doesn't say transform and roll up because you know that's. Nope. That, yeah, that's, that's copyrighted, motherfucker. Yeah. From beyond the grave. <laughs> uh, so we go to Trypticon, and he's attacking a train. The Protectobots arrive. He I gotta say. He train up and he's about to eat it. It was a really cool shot where it was kind of the POV was Triptychon looking down, but you see the, the train dangling and way down below in yeah. the ground are the Transformers, the Protectobots. And that train must be like 200 feet in the air. Oh, it's yeah. At a least. really great shot. And the Protectobots, they're like, all right, w- we gotta try anyway. They formed a but he without first aid he has no left arm but and no there will be no drummer for deaf leopard jokes today but no 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 wait 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 no 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 wait the, I, we've got to tell one what has what has nine arms and sucks oh come on <laughs> i actually like that band. anyway <laughs> back to the show <laughs> The are here they form Menosaur, but like wait a minute isn't the he, the aerial bot's counterpart, like, isn't he their enemy? Isn't Bruticus supposed to be Defensor's rival? Like, wouldn't it be funny if Defensor and Menace are slugging it out, which to do? And all of a sudden, Superior and Bruticus show up all offended because they're being cheated on. Like, Siberian starts smacking Menace over the purse. And Bruticus is all, I can't believe you'd leave me for him. And then, Defensor me is thought up, we like, had something i something special. To, honey. And then Bruticus won't let Defensor touch him, like, stay away. Uh, I, I, I digress. Anyway. So while the stenicons are running at Triptychon, uh Bruticus, uh goes to attack them, but Magnus and Rodimus shoot him in the back, basically. Yeah, they blast him in and, and Defensor catches the train with one arm, so hey, way to go. Yeah. And but then kinda guides the, guides it, it just to, the guides ground. to the ground and it just drives away on the grass. The dirt, <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, so, sure. And then, so while the, so the train is saved and the Aerobots come in and swarm yeah, Trypticon. Yeah, so here are the Aerobots. So look the fuck out, Manasaur. <laughs> 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 and uh Aid gets shot down, but apparently Trypticon has a breath weapon now. Did he have that before? Yeah, he's like, rather than form superior, they just attack his planes and they're just flying around him, not even shooting. And Trypticon no. shoots down Air Aid, and he lands in a swamp and stops pretty much instantly. That's yeah, okay, but then Silverbolt shoots like a, a missile or yeah, he goes blast down his mouth badass here he just flies straight into trypticon's throat goes right down it's like hey, how does that taste bitch <laughs> he's like shooting him and everything <laughs> all this smoke starts coming out of trypticon's mouth so then the decepticons have to retreat temporarily they stress how temporary it is one thing i, I got to point out here is that when silverbolt flies back out of trypticon and he goes down he's like great job guys like hey Rodimus you see what this guy is doing like that that's leadership everybody is a better leader than Rodimus in this show now like he did all the work and he's still giving the team credit anyway yeah. so Hotspot uh, offers to bring back First Aid who we learned now is the only one that can reinstall the cog on Metroplex so that's super convenient except Perceptor yeah I know whatever uh, anyway <laughs> the script needs it demands <laughs> it so uh, Galvatron we go to Galvatron he's angry at Trypticon for needing repairs basically and scolds him and then <laughs> yeah what are you doing getting damaged in a fight. We go to <laughs> Daniel and Spike, and they approach the Decepticon base <laughs> in vehicles that openly bear the Autobot emblem. <laughs> There's painted differently. Like it's Ultra Magnus and, and Rodimus. And, uh, Rodimus and yeah. Daniel is driving uh, Rodimus. They're like, drawing him way older now. They're, they're drawing him as a teenager. May, maybe he's 13, 14 now, but uh, Vortex is... But he can't be, because it's the in a couple episodes, it's 2006, so he's at most 11. 10 or 12. Yeah. Anyway. Vortex is like, whoa, whoa, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> Daniel's uh, like, we got a delivery. Yeah, we're, we're here to deliver uh, tools and supplies or something to the workmen working on Tripticon, like... Ri- they they have humans fixing tryptocons. <laughs> like, uh, and Vortex leans in. He's like, this stinks like Autobots. smells Autobots. does. And he yeah. picks up Rodimus Prime like he's nothing and shakes him mm. until Daniel falls out and down a ravine. Ah! And now Spike is concerned. Yeah, like, <laughs> <I know. "Don't> <laughs> he <laughs> just sits there <laughs> like an idiot. <clears throat> oh, commercial break. <laughs> when we come back, uh, they transform. It's Magnus and Rodimus, yeah. And uh, Rodimus shoots Vortex. Magnus jumps down and catches Daniel and then lands. Pretty cool. And, and Rodimus just blasts Vortex before he can even finish saying, oh, no. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. it. He's dead. They're like, whoa. And as soon as they, they're all four together, like uh, Magnus jumps back up. Rodimus yeah, pulls him like up. like 95% of the way back up the cliff. I'm like, this is hundreds of feet up. Yeah. And then Rodimus has to help him up that last five feet. So that's kind of interesting. I gotta say there were a couple of moments in this episode where i thought those two could have been a great duo Mm. like if they had have taken advantage really had taken advantage of rodimus's uh his arc should not be constantly mopey his arc should be i don't think i can do a good job and magnus this soldier and meathead behind beside him who is his best friend Mm knows, like he knows I can't plan. I'm not the, I'm not the leader. I can't motivate people, but I'm a brilliant tactician. Rodimus... Is a dreamer and he's got great ideas, but he needs to focus it down. And Magnus is the buddy that helps him do that. And that, those two together, oh, it could have been like a buddy cop movie this whole season. We're going to get to that. <laughs> I mean, wishing for the what never will happen. Anyway, uh, a bunch of Decepticons, I think it's the Stunicons and Magnus or Galvatron, approach Magnus, Rodimus, Spike, and Daniel. And Rodimus says, uh, Spike and Daniel, you go sneak inside Trypticon, get his cog, we'll hold off the Decepticons. Okay. We eventually. To get to that, but at this he because he just says get the cogs. I'm like, why did they put Metroplex's cog inside Triptychon? Like, are they just hiding it in there? I thought they did that at first. <laughs> yeah, too. so they, uh, Spike and Daniel put laser screwdrivers or something and cut their way in, and somehow Trypticon doesn't notice that somebody just cut a hole in his foot, but and uh, Spike manages to. Yeah, he manages to get it off. That is what he says. I (laughs) hope I've got in on anyway. But when they walk out with the cog, they run into Cyclonus, and they pull this repairman stick, and he falls for it. (laughs) And then walks into the room and realizes the cog is missing. Uh, and then we go back to, to Galvatron and he is, oh, this is Spike and, and Daniel get out. But we go back to Galvatron and he is kicking the Stunicons <laughs> while they're down. They've been visibly you beaten rims. up by Magnus, But yeah. he's got a point. Like, how did this happen? Like, they're. But he was with them. He, yeah, they were outnumbered six to two. They yeah, could have. Menosaur, <laughs> So first aid is hanging out at a junkyard For oh no real God. fucking reason And he has a brand new friend who's a hillbilly a robot line. And then that's it, he just goes there to get away And then we cut away, so fuck that And then we go back to Trypticon And he has Metroplex's cog installed And can't control his transformations He kind of gets into reptile mode modes. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> and He's like half transformed <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> stumbles, he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna kill Metroplex anyway, and he marches off yeah, Like he has Metroplex's cog in him now, and his body is rejecting it, Pretty I guess, much, yeah. is the problem. And then we go to Rodimus, and he's he has a brilliant idea. Why don't we put Triptychon's cog in Metroplex? And, and then... Uh, because he thinks that the Decepticons are probably using Metroplex, and Magnus is like, that's brilliant strategy. No, it's more like it's the only fucking option besides dying today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, shortly after they do that, Trypticon marches over the hill, half-transformed again, and Metroplex transforms. Yeah, like his whole left side is weapons platform, but the rest of them is reptar mode, yeah. And then Metroplex transforms but starts to suffer random transformations himself, and they have this massive battle I like where... like what he says here. Metroplex is like you need to keep it down it's a residential area wouldn't it be funny if it just kind of panned out and both of them are standing in this big red square with an r in the middle (laughs) so hotspot arrives at the junkyard and he says first aid we need your help and then they arrive at the scene of the fight (laughs) first aid is fixing fridges and shit i know so rodimus asks first aid to sneak into metroplex and realign the cog apparently that works it's not that they have to switch them Anyway, and he jumps on Blades, who drops him off at Metroplex and then allows him to climb in. And like, and of course he knows the thing is right there. But then again, he is the one who would know. He's the expert of Metroplex, right? So it kind of makes sense he'd go in near it. And he does something with it with some kind of tool. And now Metroplex can transform his left arm again. He just picks up Trypticon and once again throws him into water. Like that's, that's Metroplex's finishing move, <laughs> I think. <laughs> And this time it's just shallow, like, ankle-deep water comparatively. Well, to Tryptagon, yeah. 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 So th- now Galvatron finally reveals his ultimate weapon. He has this little small remote control, and Rodimus is like... You know what? Eh, yeah. He would have used it already. Yeah. And it's just this long shot of Rodimus slowly walking towards Galvatron, and yeah. Galvatron saying, I'll do, I'll do it. it! I'll do, I'll it. do it. it! I'll do and it! I'll fucking do it! And then he Don't push flies me. away. <laughs> yeah. And now Rodimus says, well... I finally know what I have it takes to command the Autobots. Until next episode. First Aid says he doesn't fit in because he's not a warrior. Hey, First Aid, lots of Autobots aren't warriors. Perceptor, Beachcomber, Hoist, Scrapple, Ratchet, even Mirage supposedly hated to fight. Anyway, he leaves, and Rodimus blames himself. He thinks it's time to hand over the reins to someone else. Yep, yeah, we tried that back in the movie, idiot. Even Prime picked Ultra Magnus, and he couldn't do anything with the Matrix, remember? It doesn't matter. You're a leader of a team, Rodimus, not the boss of a company. A leader leads by example. He leads the troops. He's on the front line. He gets people involved. He shares credit. Here's a good example. Optimus Prime. Remember that guy? Here's another one, Rodimus. Silverbolt. Yeah, remember him? The leader of the aerial bots That's scared of heights, but they all think He's awesome. Now that guy knows how to lead a fucking team. Start following him with a- And there's the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. Uh next episode is the Quintesson Journal. And Journal. Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. If you wanna see some Twitter accounts <laughs> that are okay. Uh, you can find me. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P. McPherson1. Yep. Make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. And tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. And until next time, keep on transforming. See you next time. Get to it.